the But First Stretch podcast taps into the extraordinary endeavors that ordinary humans are doing daily to better their lives and their community. The goal of these conversations is to lengthen and extend our perspective on fitness, nutrition, holistic health, the mind-body connection, and what motivates us. The final portion of each episode will provide a guided meditation to self-reflect on the theme of the interview. Brought to you by Jennifer McCracken of FitFam Conchi. Hi, I'm Jen McCracken of FitFam Conchi. Thanks for joining me today on episode 23 of But First Stretch. This week has been an interesting week for me. I'm a history teacher and took this year off for maternity leave. My daughter will be one in June, just a few weeks away, and my son is three. Currently, I feel in between several places in my life. I went to clean out my classroom, a tradition I normally begin to work on after the kids have completed their finals. I've been seeing other teachers post their emotions on it, their boards that say March 12th or whatever date still on them. And when I walked into the building, I felt so sad for everyone, mostly the kids who missed out on an important event in their life, graduation, prom, the list could go on and on. Our school was putting on a production of Frozen Junior the weekend that the stay-at-home orders were put into place. The lobby was still decorated for it. Helium, blue and white, and silver balloons were up, but some have wilted over the last few weeks. Those kids worked so, so hard for this event. I felt like the people of Pompeii who are still stuck in the ash when Mount Vesuvius erupted, or the Mayan people who just up and left the cities, were still stuck in March. A friend recently posted a really positive article written by educator Rochelle Brown for Scary Mommy. A line popped out that won't leave me. Our society hasn't been called to sacrifice collectively since World War II. The history teacher in me froze. Luckily, Rochelle Brown highlighted that we have grit, determination, ingenuity, empathy, and optimism. She believes that children and adults can rise to the occasion. Our children will follow our lead, so it's critically important that we set the appropriate tone. And this episode is going to tie together how children follow us, as well as some of the pieces that have been brought up in other episodes. And I wanted to highlight this kind of underlying trend, which is journaling. Now hear me out. A lot of the people I've talked to about journaling, and to be honest, I was like, great, another thing for me to have to do. You can check out my latest episode um, with Jen Mass of Conchi Coaching, which is episode 20, and episode 22 with Melissa Schiato. They both give some tips, and I'm going to share what has worked for me. I've only been on this journey for two weeks, but I want to share what's been working and what's come up for me during this adventure. So together, let's stretch our mind, body, and soul. So let's warm up. Journaling has been proven to help all people, kids and adults, process difficult moments in their lives. It can help us identify goals and what you really want. You can discover what is holding you back or perhaps regain focus. And I love journaling for this idea, but I have honestly started journals and never completed them. That has been my pattern since probably I was 10. I've been using my teaching degree to teach my three-year-old Monday through Friday in the mornings. Each day we would journal, aka he would tell me about his day yesterday and how he was feeling today. I switched it up a bit recently. He would want to rush through the journal and get to the calendar activity we do. 
we all go around and say what we are grateful for. Um, for him, it's thankful. And one thing he liked about the day before, like, I did yoga with Miss Allison. That was really fun. Um, however, I need to lead by example. I need to also set forth a journal and write down what I am grateful for. And Melissa Schiato inspired me with her technique. Start the day by writing one thing you are grateful for. And she said, over time, she just began to write and write. I could hardly imagine doing that, but two weeks later, here I am, committed, and writing more and more each day. So if we dive into this like workout portion, I want us to consider a few things. Um, the first, I did not beat myself up if I didn't get it done first thing. Sometimes it's nice to have that reset in the middle of the day. I write the date, what I'm grateful for, and it could be something small, family, having time to cook such delicious homemade meals, or the opportunity to have a backyard during this time. Whatever it is, just one thing that I am grateful for. I started bulleting, so exactly what I did. I ran and meditated, it went poorly. Taught Brayden, it was airplane week. Weeded out back, taught meditation class, took a walk by the river, watched TV with Sean. I even added on the next day, so if I didn't look at it later, I would pull out my journal and add what I did the next day. And these bullets started forming sentences. They started forming opinions, thoughts, feelings. I opened up my journal and saw how Brayden pulled up his stool and wanted to help me with the dishes, and how Kaylin loves standing up and pushing around in her Mickey Mouse car, how I miss the Devon Horse Show party I go to every year. And I thought that was exactly what happened to Melissa, and I was mildly surprised. But I have to say the key element is don't beat yourself up if you miss a day or don't get to it at the time you normally do because that's where I start to fall. That's where I start to slack. If I miss a day, I'm like, oh, I'm done. This journal thing's not for me. Just pick up and continue moving on, even if that happens. Another thing that's really helpful is setting your own structure for your journal. So it could be, what am I grateful for? What three tasks do I need to complete today? What goals am I currently working towards? And maybe you just start with one sentence, right? You don't have to write pages and pages. Just write one sentence. Another thing you could do is end your entry with your top goals. So that could be your goal of the day, goal of the month, a lifetime goal as a constant reminder. What are you searching for? Um, I now like to add from the day before or reflect on something I wrote, which is, I think, helpful too, because if you didn't get to finish your journal, let's say something came up, you can just like, whatever color pen you have, just add on. It's supposed to be messy. It's supposed to be sloppy. It's not supposed to look perfect. And if you're really unsure, Google journaling prompts. I love some of the ideas of writing about your joys. Maybe a letter to someone that upset you, but you can't confront them. A vacation you want to go on. Try it for two weeks. See how it goes. If it doesn't work, let it go. If it does, share with me why you like it, why it's stuck with you. If you know someone else who journals, reach out to them and see what works for them. Because I will tell you, some days are easier than others. Also, I let my kids see me journal. 
they're up earlier some days and it might just have to happen you know not I mean if I had to wake up before the kids got up it would and work out journal get some coffee sit down all those things I'd have to get up so early so I think that and that kind of cuts in for me personally the time I have in the evening with my husband to just be together and chat you know so I let my kids see me journal. If they're up earlier, I might make them breakfast. We sing at the table. I might be journaling, and it might just happen. But that's also kind of tying back to the start of this episode, seeing you lead by example. If you're journaling, then maybe it's a habit the kids pick up on. If you are doing something healthy for you, the kids will see it. So sometimes it's okay for kids to see you doing something if it's not 100% about them all the time. And maybe you use the three wrap-up questions that I ask every episode to help you get started. So the first wrap-up question is, what stretches are you doing in your own life? And this, based on the episode, is journaling. It's a huge stretch for me, like I said. I'm also really evaluating the stuff in my life. You should see my basement. Just piles of stuff that need to go in a specific spot, and I haven't gotten there yet. Um, You should see my car from the classroom stuff I need to sort through. I didn't even bring it in because I wasn't ready to go through it yet. And the second question that you could use is what is something that you are enjoying doing in your life for you? And I will say that running and yoga, as always, fall in this category, even more importantly now than ever before. And what's something you can't stop talking about? To be honest, the positive and negatives of COVID-19. I know that's what everyone's talking about, but some businesses are thriving. Look at sign businesses, for example. Everyone's making new signs and hanging them up to say we're open, get this special. Um, The lawn signs for graduations are everywhere. So it's like so interesting how that business has really taken off. Um, the concept of takeout slushies and like froze is huge. I'm also really disappointed in the incredible amounts of trash and takeout people left along the river where I live. I was walking and instead of just taking their bags when they saw the trash can was full, people just started like dumping their stuff next to the trash cans and it just made me so sad. Um, and I know that's just one of those aspects of humanity that won't go away, but it was so disheartening. I mean, it's good for the takeout, it's good for the small businesses, but I just wanted them to bring their trash along with them. So that's something I could talk about for a long time. Um, Yeah, so maybe you start with those three questions. And we're going to end our episode with a cool down meditation. So come to a comfortable seat whatever that might be for you, on the floor, on the chair, on your couch. You can cross your legs. You can bring your feet to the floor. Notice whatever you're thinking right now, however you feel right now. Maybe you gently close your eyes or just lower the gaze. And when you're ready, take three deep breaths while paying attention to the rising and falling of your belly. 
We're not trying to do anything special. Just notice what it feels like. Now place your hand on your belly. Pay attention to the rise and fall of the belly with each breath. It's normal for the mind to wander. You might feel restless. All of this is normal, totally fine. When you notice yourself thinking of something else, come back to your hand, rising and falling on your belly. Begin to count your breaths. Breathe in, one. Breathe out, one. Breathe in, two. Breathe out, two. Breathe in, three. Breathe out, three. Breathe in, four. Breathe out, four. Each time you lose track, simply start over. Continue counting at your own pace. Note any tendency to get frustrated. There's no need to. The distractions will happen. Come back gently and over and over again to the feeling of breathing right now. Allow thoughts and feelings to show up because they will. And then each time come back to your counting, to your breath. At some other time during the day, there might be something to act on. But right now, simply be here, counting your breath, guiding your attention to the rocking of your hand, to the sensation of breathing.
And whenever you're ready, gently blink your eyes back open. Return to the room. And just notice how you're feeling. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of But For A Stretch. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you give journaling a try. Please reach out to me on social media, email, whatever works. You can find me at FitFamConchi on Facebook and Instagram. You can also find my individual handles, which is JenniferMC3 on Instagram. And my email address is FitFamConchi at gmail.com looking forward to hearing from you and how your experience with journaling went. Also, if you are loving this episode or these podcasts, please share with a friend if you find one useful. And don't forget to give it a like or some kind of comment on iTunes or Spotify. I would greatly appreciate it. Have a wonderful rest of your day.